0: And I, I, I. Real talk, hot tea, netting out of line with Tammy and Reggie. Real talk, hot tea, bringing you the heat to the off the green. It's the Bonnet Chronicles. The Bonnet Chronicles. The Bonnet The Bonnet Chronicles podcast what's up beautiful people it is uh Tammy Roman and Reggie Youngblood we in the building okay we up in this thing um it's another week you know and we all still here um hey Patreon how y'all doing uh today Thank y'all for joining us uh from the Patreon platform. Uh everybody else, welcome aboard. The train is about to leave the station. You know where you done got on board at it is the Body Chronicles podcast. 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 And we up in the same. So a lot's been going on this week. Like my entire reg. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something, okay. Um, all them times I was sitting in the garage, mm-hmm. Reg, mm-hmm. I was listening to video and reading blogs on Tamar and David Attifesso.
1: What what they got going
0: on? Chaw, you done missed it already. I saw a bits and pieces, you know. I... Chaw. Okay, so. Oh, where do I start? Okay, let me try to take you all the way back real quick before I get into what I really want to talk about because I'm going to use them as an example to have a conversation about toxic relationships, how do you get out of them, and how do you survive them, okay? But I'm using Taymor and Zavad Efeso, as the example so okay so going all the way back first David came out on the blogs by saying that um the first thing that hit was he filed a restraining order okay okay, okay. against Tamar and everybody was like Whoa? what what happened now cause child- love not more than two weeks ago okay so shit happens they say it definitely it definitely does (laughs) it definitely does but um he had filed a restraining order then the next thing that dropped was her saying that he was abusive to me and asked me to participate in a murder situation Suicide? Babe, look, it was like, it was like, listen, oh, let me say something. Let me say something. I was like, okay, so I'm just gonna a be murder,
1: here. suicide. A murder, suicide. He so, asked her to participate in a murder suicide.
0: Yes. How do you even do that? Well he said like I'ma kill you, <laughs> murder, and then cause I can't live without you, I'ma kill myself. Suicide. Oh, oh man.
1: That's
0: that's what she had said he oh, had said, God. right? Then the next thing that dropped was him doing a video saying that he was on on live, right? He loved live all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. You know, he was a finance guy in the beginning, and I don't want to do this TV thing. This is Tamar's world, and now he on live every other day. He didn't transition. He, done he done, yeah, he he didn't transition. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, child. You feel I think, like he cloud chasing. Listen, we are gonna get into it, but I want to give you all the things that have happened. Okay. So he came out on the live and said that I was driving and she hit me in the jugular, okay, in my Rolls Royce. <sighs> Uh, That I was driving and she has been hitting on me and I am technically in a domestic violence situation. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Then the next, so he put that on live. Then the next thing, babe, that came out was he said he's been in so much pain. With this, in, being in this relationship with Tamar. Wait, oh please, there was a piece. There was a piece missing. I skipped a piece. Vince came out. Oh shit. Okay. Big Vince they, done, they done dragged this ass out the woodworks. Okay, he had to come forth and he showed some text messages that he had exchanged with David saying, you know, yo, I don't need you to be a part of Logan's life. I don't need you to be a part of the mother of my child's life. Um, I did not know you were this type of person. Initially, I had respect for you. I've lost all of that. Especially after I heard the things you were saying on the phone, right? Mm-hmm. So that little piece came out. Then the next piece that came out was him saying that he's been in so much agony in this this is, Vince, uh, this, this, is this is david david, david. the last thing this very last thing that he wanted to kill himself and he said imagine a 50 year old man wanting to kill himself take his own life calling his mother asking for help you guys just don't understand So, those is all the pieces and how everything came out, Mm -hmm. how everything played out. So, now we're going to dig in and then we're going to have a real conversation about it, okay?
1: All righty, let's do it. Post post number one, go ahead, speak to it. (laughs) First of all from what what you said with David going to live, you know how I feel about that. First of all, your business is your business. No matter if the blogs don't try to blast you or whatever, I feel like as a man, you keep that shit in house. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't go to no live, a daily live pleading your side and shit.
0: Mm-hmm. But For you to say, you're going to kill yourself. Well, I I want to go back to the restraining order. Because I felt like that was the first thing that went up. And, you know, just the fact that he issued a restraining order on... Someone, for all intense purposes, who has been his cheerleader, his mm-hmm. champion throughout the course of their relationship. Right. Everything is I love, 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 love David. David is next best thing to apple pie, sliced bread. You know, I just can't live without David has been the energy that has been coming from Tamar. Mm-hmm. So to hit us in the face, we're not expecting no restraining order coming on the heels of Tamar actually trying to commit suicide and being in facilities to get help Mm -hmm. for that issue. So it's like, I was just sitting back wondering where did, where did this come from? That shit
1: probably been going on. It, it, It couldn't have just came out the blue. Right. You know, a toxic relationship, it just doesn't happen. That shit goes on for a minute. And then it comes to a head and it looks like it has come to a head. But the way you avoid that shit is to remove yourself. You see, this man or woman is beating on you, allegedly, fighting right. on you and shit, you know, busting you in your jugular, making you discombobulated while you're driving. Right. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Why stay with them? I'm sure that I'm sure these incidents wasn't the first time some shit happened.
0: Right. Well, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna go on record as saying this because I do have a little bit of tea, and um, oh shit, got <laughs> tea. Yeah, no, it's just, but it's it's tea that's gonna be used for informational purposes only. Okay, mm-hmm. in terms of being able to flush this thing out. Um, Tamar has a new show on WeTV called Get Your Life. Okay. Now, everybody knows that I have a partnership with Mona Scott Young, who was actually the executive producer of this show, Get Your Life. So, from the minute they started filming to it airing now, I have been a part of the process on Mona's side of things, okay, Mm -hmm. with what's going on on this show. Mm -hmm. Now, I have to tell you this. (laughs) in terms of Tamar, you know, it's no secret. I'm a supporter of Tamar's and the entire Braxton family. And I felt like the show really showed Tamar trying to, as the title says, get her life. Like she's trying to rebuild, you know, after, um, You know, her divorce from Vince, Mm -hmm. you know, she's an amazing mother to Logan. You can clearly see on the show, that's her number one priority. Mm -hmm. She's trying to get back into her career. I don't know if I said that already, but you see her trying to get back into singing and doing her latest album and just really trying to find herself in that space. And you see the Tamar that we all know and love, you know, trying To better herself, like wanting to take the initiative because she knows better. Now she wants to do better, right? That's what I saw from Tamar. Uh Uh-huh. Now, Mr. Adafesso, on the other hand, because I've seen all the episodes. I'm not talking about the first episode. I've seen all the episodes. And I have to honestly admit, he comes off a little overbearing, (laughs) a little slightly manipulative. Mm -hmm a little narcissistic and stressful within Tamar's process. Okay. Okay. Now, I happen to know for a fact when they started this show, he said he didn't want to be on it.
1: But then that shit changed
0: somewhere, right? He on every episode damn near and <laughs> every scene. Now okay. You know people want to be on TV. Right? <laughs> and so that's, that, that's the tea that I'm going to give you, is that I know for a fact that he said TV wasn't his thing and that he did not want to participate in that way and be on camera. Right. And all of a sudden, it seemed like it switched from being Tamar's Get Your Life to the reboot. Tamar and Vince, except now it's David. Tamar and so David. David right? uh. So, from that standpoint, I'm going to say I don't know if David was with Tamar because he loved Tamar or if he was with Tamar Mm -hmm. for the situation that Tamar provides in terms of her platform and her visibility, Mm -hmm. because the first time you get the opportunity to shit on her, you issue a restraining order. Now I'm not saying that it's right for someone to put their hands on another. Y'all already know how I feel about this. We've had multiple conversations and I feel like if women put their hands on men, they're wrong. And if men put their hands on women, they are wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if the truth of the matter is you're, you're, you're saying to the public that we should believe that Tamar has been aggressive and physically abusive over the course of this relationship, Right. Then why the fuck you ain't been gone?
1: Yeah, don't don't put no restraining order on her. Then it's going to be in the public. And now that's just more stress to her life when she clearly going through some shit.
0: But you should have been gone, though. Yeah, before yeah, the that's, show, that's before all of this stuff, you should have been gone. If it was really that volatile of an environment for you, you should not have stuck around. Okay? That man be- want to be on the t- Baby. This is what this is where I'm going. <laughs> so now we got the TV song. show and he thought that it was going to be all sunshine. Mm-hmm. See, when you don't know about this reality TV that
1: game.
0: Listen, <laughs> and you trying to get up in here like you think that shit is easy and said, like, "Oh, I just want to be on TV." You do not know the behind the scenes workings of how things actually go on reality TV. Now what I will say is this. The way Mona decided to shoot this is there's not edit, you know, like you, you watch, you know, the show that I used to be on or some of these other shows and you can clearly see that things are edited and scenes are made to appear a certain way. Mona didn't do it that way. She shot this documentary style. Mm -hmm. So what you see is what really happened. happened. And when you look at that and you feel like you're not portrayed in a good light, you don't like how it's coming across, right? You go on the smear campaign. You went on... There it is. Yeah. Smear campaign. Smear campaign. And you. And to me, I don't know, because I wasn't in their house. But y'all know I don't hold my tongue, okay? What I feel is that he saw the preliminary episodes of Get Your Life. He didn't like how he was being portrayed. He starts stressing Tamar the fuck out. Making her feel like this is her fault, and or she don't have her back by not wanting this to get this show pulled. She don't have his back by not getting wanting to get the show pulled and stick up for me and all that stuff. And he stressed her the hell out to the point.
1: But you want to be on TV? Dude, Man. this is reality documentary Man. style, so they going to see who you really are. Man. Think about that, dude, before you say you want
0: to be on TV. And 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 stop lying about it. You wanted to you wanted to do it just let her know right. that you want to do, you know, you, Hey, I want to be on TV too. I feel like it's going to help my brand brand or help me reach more people in a larger audience for my finance game and whatever he got going on. Just say that. Right. And then be prepared for the outcome. Cause I'm going to tell you, had it been shot the way reality shows are normally shot, people probably could have edited it to make it look better for him mm-hmm. but it wasn't shot that way mm-hmm. so what you see is what you get is what actually happened is what actually went on and I think he doesn't like how he looks and so he stressed Tamar the hell Now, ain't none of this factual this part ain't factual this just my opinion I feel like he stressed her out we're you know, trying to get it taken down. we're trying to get it taken off the air because he didn't like the way he looked. Right, 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 right. That's not factual. I don't know.
1: But it, it sounds, from what you just said, it definitely sounds like that. Because if he's not be showing himself in the light that he want to be portrayed, you know, and he's a finance guy or whatnot, so he feel like he probably gonna lose customers and clients. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Don't put this shit up. Don't, don't put you, it this up. What you signed up for. Correct. If you know you ain't that solid up, Because person. you
0: didn't have to be in the scenes. Like, let's <laughs> right. be clear. You know, here again, man, I was there from the her, beginning man. to the Tammy end. Tammy have to
1: beg me to do scenes. Absolutely. Any type of TV Absolutely. shit. Like, Absolutely. She got her thing, I got my thing. Right. When we got together, I'm the same. I told her, like, TV, I don't want to do it. Correct. But I ended up doing it because she asked me, so I did it. But I'm not out here searching for Reality opportunities or going live every fucking day. Definitely and sh- and not shit like that. It's a plenty of times I could have went live to explain some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Especially I from the I old show that I, I don't was on. Give a fuck though, because it's not. That's not my lane. Right. You know I'm not trying right. to be in it
0: really. Right. On the cool, but. You did I'm it just, for me. I yeah, openly acknowledge that. I'm just,
1: that. I'm just a, You
0: did it for me so bad. We argued one time because the people man, were stressing me to get you on the show. Is. And you was like, I do not want to do it. And we got in a full-fledged argument. And I was like, can you please just be on this damn show so these people right. can leave me alone? And, and you did it for me. Yeah. You've never desired... To be a part, even with marriage boot camp, we were seeing each other off and on, and yeah. I called you I was like, "Hey, can we? Do, you know, you want to do marriage boot camp with me?" He was like, "I don't want to do no TV," and I had to convince you to do that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the thing is, all I'm trying to say, if you really meant that, you're not showing that. Because now, like you said, he looking like an opportunist, mm-hmm. and he looking kind of thirsty. Because
0: every other, every other day, it is something that comes out wow. <laughs> to, about about this um th- you know their relationship every other day something comes out about their relationship and i am like omg this like omg for a lot of reasons right now but omg this is crazy that he brings everything to the blog everything to that is
1: 50 public. years old doing that That says a lot You're 50 years old when, moving when, on the internet like that Yeah though? when
0: you don't have to technically be On the internet you know there are some people In the entertainment business And and they have to be a part of the social Media world you know But he technically doesn't he have doesn't to have do to that be. So I'm I'm just confused The Bonacronicos Chronicles Podcast Bonicronicos. The Chronicles podcast. But what I want to say, this murder-suicide stuff um, that is happening, or or that was brought to the media, it's unfortunate that that was led, w- was leaked. Rather, I'm sorry. So much is going on in the room right now. We filming. We always film our episodes for Patreon, and the damn computer just shut down. So I'm like, really, OMG. Like, really, you're doing this right now? Like the computer just said, I'm busy or I'm tired and shut down. But uh, I'm going to keep going for the people that are listening. Um, So the thing for me is uh, murder-suicide, that's major in the sense that the amount of mental illness and dysfunction that has to be a part of your thought process to even suggest something like that. Now, all of this is allegedly, but a person needs to be fearful of someone that even brings that to them. And this is what Tamar allege alleges happened. You know, and so then David says she, she punched him in a jugular. Now I'd like to know when that actually happened. Cause if you talk to me about killing me and then killing yourself, I'm punching you in the jugular too. Cause I got to get the hell out this car because I did not sign up for this particular part of our relationship. What you talking about right here? Cause okay. So you're going to shoot me and then how I'm going to get back here with Logan. Okay. So let me figure it out. So you saying you're going to shoot me and then shoot you, but how I'm going to get back here with Logan. You know, the fact that he allegedly proposed that is unconscionable in terms of this woman is a mother. Okay. And at, at one point she didn't even have all of her mental faculties together. She was so stressed and depressed that she thought it was okay to leave her son. And now that she has gotten her mind right and is on a road to recovery, you now go to offer that again. So I was offended by that. Vince came out with his little text messages. I'm just touching on each part. Vince came out with his little text messages and, um, you know, from my standpoint, great Vince. I'm glad that you came out and said something uh, on behalf of this situation because it lets us know that even though you guys are no longer together, you respect the mother of your child, and that that felt that warmed my heart as it pertains to everything that's been going on. Is that? Like I, like I had did a Bonner Chronicle and I said, Tamar, there are people out there who genuinely love you. And when Vince stepped up, cause you know, Vince be minding his business. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he, he hardly don't never come out. He don't be on the gram. He don't do no shit like that. So for him to come out into the public and say, listen, I know what's been going on in that household. I don't respect what's been going on, stay away from my son, and stay away from the mother of my, children, you of my right. child. You yeah. got damn right. Reggie's back, y'all. Hey, I'm back, y'all. So from that standpoint, um, you know, I, I like to have seen that. And then the last thing, of course, that came out was him saying that he wanted to kill himself. And so, you know, all of this, you know, just... Um, rubs me the wrong way because he, he clearly thinks like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, and Tamar, God bless her. She's been in situations with her family, uh, on the Braxtons. And I'm not saying that she hasn't been depressed. I'm not saying that she hasn't had moments where she's felt completely down, but for the most part, what she showed the world was that she was a person that would push through. So that now leads me to feel like this suicide attempt that she had could have potentially come from being around somebody who doesn't have any qualms with saying, kill myself, kill ourselves. Let's do it. Let's end it all. He doesn't, you know, I don't know, but I'm just saying she, she normally don't talk like that. And even the things that she said that have made her feel down Mm -hmm. over the course of this, you know, all of this debacle coming out to the public. She's been dealing with those, those, those things are old. Like she talked about how we TV made her brought out her secret, uh, with some issues that she dealt with in her childhood and they blindsided her with that. Well, the issues that happened with her childhood, the issue with we TV, not that she has dealt with them properly. That's not what I'm saying, but she has lived with them Mm -hmm. for. A long time, you know, like these, a lot of these things are older moments right. and she has figured out a way. I'm not saying, please don't take pieces of this conversation and not put it all together in context. I'm not saying that the woman doesn't need therapy for what she went through as a child, that as a child, that she does not need uh, family therapy with her sisters. I'm not saying that that's not the case. Mm-hmm. C- clearly, she needs therapy and assistance. Right. But what I'm saying is she had found a way like most of us do to cope and deal deal with it and get through it and push through for her son. Now, all of a sudden out the blue, I'm not, you know, here again, Mm -hmm. um, it's like I'm just going to end my life with no thought for Logan, no you know, no thought for her her sisters, her mom, the people the the, the people that will miss her greatly mm-hmm. if that had a, if that plan had a gone through, you know. But she hasn't thought like this. Hey,
1: when you're surrounded by negative energy, you know, for some people it can bring about negative thoughts. And mm-hmm. as you said, you know, usually people she's been coping with uh whatever she was going through, right? Right. So, now you can, when you're coping, you know, you can put it in the back of your mind and carry on with your day. Right. But when you're living with somebody, you know what I'm saying, and they constantly bringing this negative energy towards you, you know, saying negative things, talking about suicide, killing, killing you, killing themselves... You know, a person that's fragile probably won't yeah, be able to take
0: that. And that's the thing. And she's very fragile. So she's very fragile.
1: That's probably all it took to just push over the edge. She's like, fuck it. You know, I don't want to be here no more, which is unfortunate.
0: Yeah. Because she has so much to live for. She absolutely does. And so I want to just touch real quickly before we get out of here, because I feel like we we definitely went through some things, some conversation about Tamar and David. But ladies, if you are in a situation, first of all, if it's toxic and dysfunctional, you need to be able to recognize the signs of a toxic relationship. Okay. And sometimes that's easier said than done, but you know, a narcissist, I want you guys to look up how to recognize a narcissist in a relationship i want you guys to look up signs for that represent dysfunction signs that represent toxicity in relationships google is your friend mm-hmm. and when you come across or feel like you know what shit i'm in the, i'm in the wrong type of situation here you have to call it off you have to put an end to that relationship. Would you agree?
1: I definitely agree. When a person shows you who they really are, you acknowledge that shit and you, and you keep it pushing. Like, don't sit in a situation where you're being belittled, you know, degraded, beat physically, mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally, you know. Just move around, just, Man, just Remove yourself. It may be hard as, at first or maybe the first month, two months, three months, but guess what? You will still have a peace of mind. Yes. That shit that shit is priceless.
0: And don't do what women so often do is we try to rationalize in our minds, you know, or or we want to accept the the you know the reasons why the relationship will work or should work versus honoring the reasons why it simply <laughs> it does not, not work. work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and so I want us to really start being cognizant of that. And then when you go through a breakup, what I want people to start doing and what I feel Tamar did in this instance was when she got divorced from Vince, she immediately was on the gram with this new guy, this mystery guy. Ladies, spend time with yourself. You have to get to know you again. When you've been in a relationship with someone, you have basically tried to mesh all of your standards and principles with another person's to become one. That's what a relationship is. And if you go through that relationship and it's not what you expected to be anticipated to be, want it to be, and now there's a breakup, you have to allow time to get to know yourself again. Reinstate, reacclimate your individual principles and uh thought processes that you stand on so that you can strengthen those things again. So that when you do enter into another relationship, you know exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? You,
1: you got the experience now. So you know what to look for, you know, what not to accept, right? You know what you can deal with. So now you're just a wiser person and you won't make those same mistakes again, but please always remove yourself from a toxic situation. It could be a romantic relationship, a buddy relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, a business relationship. If it's toxic, you don't need it. You do not
0: need it. Because it's going to do nothing but weigh you down. And that's the truth. And I want to say, I want to give you guys, um, I was online and there are eight tips in how to, when you separate yourself from a toxic situation, things you can do to survive that breakup right first cry all you want okay let the tears flow and i'm going to say this this goes for men too because men sometimes have been taught that they they shouldn't cry that 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 makes you weak let me tell you something brothers you as well let the tears flow because it's healthy for you to release grief pain Hurt, you know, whatever emotions you're feeling about the situation, it is healthy to release that. Crying does not make you weak.
1: Definitely doesn't.
0: Would you please tell the men again? Because I don't think. No,
1: crying definitely doesn't make you weak, man. It's men go through shit too. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you just gotta let it out. You got to let it out. <laughs> you just gotta let it out, man. You will feel much better. You'll feel relieved because you're not holding all that pressure in, it just be feeling like it's on your chest. Yes. You know, chest pain. Yeah, like. yeah like, it's, it's constricted. Let it, let it yeah. out, man. It don't make you soft, you know, or nothing like that. It don't make you no hole. Nothing like that.
0: Man. You know, and if you want to go into the bathroom and do it in the privacy of your own time, yeah. that's okay, too. It yeah, ain't got to be no big boohoo. Don't, either. And it don't have to be no big boo according to Reggie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but if you feel like you want to give it a big boo go ahead on and give it a big boo And another thing to help you with number one which is cry all you want is release those tears and in a healthy way remember because we always want to process the negative right in a relationship some relationships are really detrimental but there were spurts of good times another way to help yourself release from a breakup is to not always associate it with something negative because then you're going to be holding on to negative energy and thoughts about that person, mm-hmm. you know, the relationship or taking those same type of thought processes into another situation. We call that baggage. One way to get over that is to it's OK to remember the good times, knowing that you can't stay a part of that situation. Right, but but those are your memories. yeah, but those are your memory. There were some good memories and you can relate to those rather than relating to the negative aspects of the breakup. Number two, do something every day to help yourself heal. It doesn't have to be a big thing, just something where you cater to yourself so that as you're going through this breakup process, you've you've basically coddled Your yourself, you've coddled your emotions, you've coddled, you know, if there was, you know, physical aspects to it, do something every day to help yourself heal, whether that's, oh, I'm going to cook myself a nice meal. Oh, I'm going to sit down and read a self-help book. Oh, I'm going to give myself a facial. Just loving on yourself to help Mm -hmm. you get through the process. Number three. Uh, find emotional
1: support. Yes. You know, that can be a, a friend, it can be a parent, a relative, but it's good to have somebody that you can lean on, you know, you can yes. pour your heart out, yes. out to, you know, just speak your mind and have somebody to listen. They don't even have to reply, really.
0: That And you hit that right on the head. Yeah. Say that again. Just, sometimes.
1: Just somebody to listen to. Yeah. Because that's all people be wanting sometimes, man. People be going through a lot of things. And they don't have, they feel like they don't have nobody to talk to. And that's when you get the depression, the suicide. Yes. And whatnot. So please, you know, just, just grab somebody you you close to that you feel like you can say,
0: I don't need you to say shit. Just
1: listen to me. (laughs) Just sit down and listen to me for a minute.
0: Number four, don't be a doormat ladies. I can't say this enough. I always talk to the ladies. I'm going to throw this out to the men as well. Don't be a doormat. listen, when you know that it's the wrong thing for you to be doing, don't allow somebody to keep coming back into your space. You know, a doormat that sits at your door, the person walks on it and over it every <laughs> chance they get get every time they need to enter the house that's what they have to do you cannot let people enter your house and you be the doormat that they walk over and they step over and men this goes for you too because I know women do some foul stuff and I'm not going to try to act like we don't you know even whether it's they might put their hands on you or whatever the case may be which is wrong but we've done cheating whatever you know whatever talking to you and trying to emasculate you whatever it is when you know it's the wrong thing for you to be doing don't be no doormat and she gonna share some tears okay and she gonna say just work with me just bear with me be patient with all of this other shit and she if she ain't been implementing change throughout the course of your relationship where when she comes and says and pleads for that one more time <laughs> okay you're gonna be like well what?" gonna make you do it this time because you ain't been doing it over the course of our relationship so don't be a doormat and let people walk in and over you on a consistent basis yeah
1: you gotta stand for something man another thing you can do is keep busy work on something you know start a business start a project pick up a work out work out you know working out Is one of the best stress relievers you can ever have. I ain't all the way got that. And it also increases your endorphins, (laughs) so you're gonna feel better after. Just, just keep busy, keep your mind off it. No reason to keep thinking about look. Tisha or Sam. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> Just keep pushing,
0: man. Clean your closet. Clean Clean the back of your uh, couch. Something. Clean your refrigerator out. Something. You know, work around do-do. We around the house right now. So many things you can do to keep busy. Number six, and then we gonna wrap it up with uh, seven and eight, but number six, don't try to mask your pain by trying to find a replacement. This is what I talked about earlier. Yep. Ladies, spend time with yourself before you move on into another situation. Number seven, don't Spend too much time alone. This speaks to what Reggie said. Mm -hmm. You need support systems. And when they say, because I don't want y'all to get it mixed up between six and seven, where it says trying to find a replacement and then don't spend too much time alone. Don't turn seven into you moving into another relationship because that's not what they're talking about. They're just saying, get out amongst your friends, amongst Mm -hmm. people. I know we're in a COVID environment right now. Get up on the Skype. Your girlfriend's the Zoom or whatever it is. Just extend yourself out to others so that others can do the same for you Mm -hmm. so that you feel like you have company and camaraderie. Right, you
1: feel that comfort from people that you know really love you and really care for you. That is so... Yeah, man, just find some find some people to keep around you. I keep saying this because this I feel like it's important, and also number eight, trust your feelings. If you feel in the situation is not working, it's the reason you feeling like that. That is the. Holy Spirit
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) you've got to listen to it you've got to listen to that intuition please (laughs) because y'all be tripping okay Mm -hmm. listen Mm -hmm. to you you know what you know you know what you know you know so don't don't try to second guess yourself Uh, so we about to get up out of here I hope this show has been uh, one that you have enjoyed we definitely enjoyed doing it with you. A couple of things I want to make you guys aware of really quickly. Get you some CBD, okay? I'm trying to tell you now if you don't get you some CBD, because me and Reg around the house here, we use Caliper CBD, C A L I. P-E-R-C-B-D, okay? And y'all need to get you some. I'm telling you, uh, we use it as a couple. It helps us. Reggie is a workout king, and so, you know, with his muscles and mm-hmm. what it do for
1: you, what you I use it after I work out, you know. I feel like it helps with soreness after workouts. I feel like it helps me recover a little better. When I wake up in the morning, I'm definitely not as sore, so. I would definitely recommend it if you're a person that likes to get it in on a daily with your fitness. Caliper CBD is a great product.
0: Yes, and when you want to get it in on a daily with your nighttime activities with your man, CBD make you feel good when you're going through that process. That's how you feel. (laughs) That's I mean, you, you know, it, elevate, it elevates, it all elevates all right. your, you know, your intensity and your feelings. But listen, this Caliper CBD comes in packets, right? They mm-hmm. got, uh, it, it, it's, it's, com-
1: ten packs of 10, yeah, packs packs
0: of 30 of t- mm-hmm. and
1: you can get started for under $20. Oh my goodness. Yes. And it's also all natural, non GMO. No fillers, no chemicals, no artificial flavors. Oh, it's
0: just from, it's I didn't like know was it I didn't know, was. I didn't know was that. I didn't know all of that yes. about it because, listen, I am hooked on this stuff because it really does mm-hmm. make me. I just feel happy all the time mm-hmm. and I don't, and you know, y'all know I'm 50 and I don't, you know, my muscles and my joints, i will be trying to hang with this 17 year younger man and, uh, you know, I got to take a little something from time to time, but babe, that's great that it has all of that. Mm-hmm. So you can get 20% off your first order when you use the promo code chronicles. Okay. That's right. Chronicles. Okay. So go to try backslash chronicles, and then you can uh, get 20% off your first order. It's worth it worth every penny. I, I definitely, and it ain't like those little tinctures, because you know, some of those taste funny, this powder stuff, you can put
1: yeah. it in anything. Oh yeah, it's not a tincture, so you don't have that little
0: nasty. Yeah, that nasty. Oh, so it's oh! my goodness, Caliper is definitely a best better way to consume CBD, so you guys get you something, get you some of that one more time, it's try use the promo code chronicles and get 20% off your first order. I, I'm doing this for you. OK, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help somebody today, but I'm also going to help myself by getting on up out of here because it's time to go. Catch us over on Patreon. Catch us on the gram at Reggie YB1 at Tammy Roman. It's the Bonnet Chronicles podcast. The Bonnet Chronicles podcast. 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 Star- Star-Band. A podcast.
1: <clears throat> A podcast network.